Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to episode 28, I think, of the Rogue Transmission. I also didn't check audio levels before this. It's always like the one thing that I forget to do all the time, especially when we're like last minute getting mm -hmm. everything together, uh, is doing doing audio levels. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm Jeff. Good morning. This is Dom, and I'm too tired today. We're, <laughs> we're always tired on Sundays. We're tired every day. Welcome to the modern world. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, hopefully you, you, everybody had a good good week, good Easter, uh, good whatever you're doing in this past week in your lives. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have much else to add. I, just, I hope you've been good. I'm good because in the past couple of weeks, I think, I think it was last week, because we didn't talk about it last week, but it was on the list. Um, it, we got... A new trailer for the Bad Batch, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm it's it's interesting. So it's not what I expected, um, to be honest. And I didn't know how I felt at first. I'm okay now, but uh, originally I was like, "Oh, this is a little different." Like it's still cool. It's still the Bad Batch and and, and you know that Clone Wars stuff. But um, mm -hmm. I, I guess spoiler for people who don't want to watch trailers. Um, but yeah, it's like the Bad Batch basically uh, with this this kid um, who people people are calling uh, Omega um, because I believe if you enable subtitles on that video, uh, it says that the, the the person speaking is Omega. Now I don't know if that's their actual name or if that's something that they intentionally did for the trailer. That's very possible. But some mm. people are you know it's like speculating what who is omega are they are they like the last clone are they some variant of a clone um it's very interesting but uh overall i i i, uh, I did enjoy it and i i love how they they had rex in there for like a brief moment just like just one shot um and and that was it and they didn't even talk. They didn't even mention it. it was just like, oh, yep, there's Rex. He's there. Uh, seemingly going back to where uh, that crash site was. Yeah. So it seems like he's just kind of hanging around there for the moment. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really curious where that's gonna go. If that's gonna be something like, well, I don't even know how Rex is gonna get in contact with it. We don't even know what's gonna happen. You know, seemingly, the Bad Batch are being hunted because they left the Republic. That what their motives are for leaving, we don't know. Um, but I wonder if Rex is going to be like, yeah, like this is what happened. This is like this was the plan, you know, and, and really showing the Bad Batch like this is why the Republic was evil or is evil, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know, maybe, maybe I can also imagine, like, there's something there that they have to go and get, you know, just like a fetch quest, like, I don't know. Um, it did make me think, though, I wonder if Rex is only going to be in this season for, like, a couple episodes. Like, just as a stopping point on the adventure. Or if he's going to be, like, a permanent addition for a while, you know. Um, yeah, you know... I had to rewatch the trailer before our show today because I completely forgot like a lot of the stuff that happened. And um, I thought it was really interesting too. It felt more of this dramatic sense, especially because 
it makes it pretty obvious that this at least takes place after Order 66. Actually, I think it's going to, there's going to be that transition of, you know, their training and then something happens, Order 66. Maybe that's why they're being hunted down because they didn't execute that order. Um, and I'm actually really curious if, do they even have those biochips installed? Because um, we assume that every clone has it, but it's hard to say. Um, but then with Rex, my guess is probably he'll be a stopping point, like an episode or two, just like, um, shoot, they, they showed this other guy in the trailer. Saw Guerrera. Yeah, Saw Guerrera. I'm pretty sure he's going to be a stopping point as well. Um, and just showing their, those, these key characters. Like, we'll probably see Gregor. We'll probably see Wolf. Uh, maybe in this season, they're going to show how those three, you know, them and Rex, you know, they team up and they go off on that one planet for Rebels. Um, I'm wondering if they'll show Cody in, in this. Uh, if, if not, then maybe it's going to be... Cody will be saved for the obi-wan show but I, I feel like he'll more likely show up in this this one yeah i i saw a twitter thing when the trailer came out of uh it's just people on twitter saying bs as always uh but they're like me knowing it was like a photo of someone like screaming it's like me knowing that dave filoni is gonna make rex kill cody <laughs> oh it's like, man like that would be really sad but i can see it happening you know mm -hmm. uh, that would be kind of an interesting arc but i can also see dave being like no you know it's, it's not really rex to kill cody but but also like we got to remember in in uh the the series finale of the clone wars rex was the one who was like we need to kill my brothers you know it's like because they they want to kill us and we we got to do it it was yeah, ahsoka like, who no was like choice yeah it was ahsoka who was like no like we're not going to so maybe it wouldn't be entirely out of the question uh but i don't know yeah you know i i wouldn't put it past them at least lucasfilm as a whole to not reject that idea because uh back when i used to collect the comic books uh you know when they were a, a huge thing with disney acquiring lucasfilm they had a whole story arc for kanan um and i had like i think like the first four or five comics of that and it's always this interesting uh, just viewing what happened in the past, right? So Kanan, with his stuff, it was just him, like, what happened with Order 66 with Master Balaba, I think that was her name, and just what happened, right? And it shows that they were, like, around a campfire, and uh, the clone commander of their unit, like, he was off to the side, he gets the order, and they start uh, attacking them, and she tells him, like how in Rebels, like what, uh, where the Inquisitor said, like, oh, what was the last thing your master told you? And he, Kanan just says, run. And that scene is in the comic. She tells him to run. So he runs for it. But then he's getting hunted down, like an ex comic or, or two uh, later. And then there, there, there's this space battle happening. And I forgot this very specific details, but I think Kanan says something like, you know, like, we fought side by side. Like, why are you hunting me down? Like, you know, I'm the good guy here. So those same, uh, those two same clone troopers, one being the commander, uh, they're in the ship together. And the, I guess the second command, he starts thinking about the words. He's like, wait, commander, like, he's right. Like, why are we attacking him? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, 
and then the main guy, he's like, you know, we have our orders, blah, blah, blah. So then the second guy, he sabotages the, the ship. And he says some sort of comment like, oh, you know, may the force be with you, kid, or whatever, like, you know, live free. I don't know. He says something that, that wishes Kanan, like, the best of luck. And then the, the ship just crashes. And then that's it. And I'm like, dang, that's dramatic, you know. And then that's a clone that still has the biochip. In, in their head so if he's able to break free from that who's to say that no other clones could uh so maybe the bad batch do have the chips but they able to you know av- uh resist it but anyway yeah. my, my whole point is that you know a clone was already seen killing another clone in a comic book yeah and i think also like something that the uh, season seven pointed out was that you know the clones are not when the the chip was activated they are not necessarily mindless machines like they are to an extent but like rex was able to kind of resist it a little bit and they they clearly understand that it's an order right they're not treating it like like oh i was just activated and this is my purpose they're like no like this is an order that we got and we have to follow it through Mm -hmm. it's almost like it just kind of blocks the emotional part of their brain that's like don't think about your attachment to these people just remember your training and remember like what your sole purpose what you were created to do was to follow orders do that you Mm -hmm. know and so maybe that's kind of what will happen with with wolf i mean theoretically if they're not carrying a jedi with them i mean you know are any clones really going to turn on them? I mean, yes, with the Bad Batch being hunted, but, like, if Rex, went, like, went to Wolf, everyone who knew that Rex uh, did not follow the order died on that ship. There was, mm-hmm. there, uh, we would assume that there was no transmission or anything, right? He, they're just all, they're all dead. So, mm-hmm. Rex could, in theory, just kind of walk up to Wolf and be like, hey, buddy, tonk, pull the ship out. <laughs> And that's it. Um, but I do, I do wonder if we will. I like. I hope we'll see that. I, I wonder if we'll see Rex uh, link up with Wolf, link up with Gregor. That'll be an interesting one. I want to see how that pans out with Gregor and, and where that comes from. But yeah, the, the whole kind of like insanity part of Gregor. Like, what right. the hell happened to this guy? <laughs> I wonder how he how he survived. Like he's because he's still intact. He's not like echo who's all robotic you know from mm-hmm. the explosion like dude survive i mean i'm assuming commando armor is just that good um republic commando armor but um like i i hope we'll see that stuff but then i also can see them straying away from that because the focus of this series is going to be the bad batch and mm-hmm. presumably their objective with this uh child whatever that may be um and i'm sure we'll We'll learn more about that. Uh, yes. So two things. I th- I think it will be more likely to see Rex team up with Gregor and Wolf if, for whatever reason, Rex had his own spinoff series. Um, I don't think they're going to do that, but I th- I think it would be very popular because it's he's a very loved character, and the fact that we can get Wolf and Gregor potentially right, like I think that would really excite a lot of the fans or even if it was its own like novel run or comic book run you know i think that would be a nice area to explore um and then in terms of the kid if his name is omega i feel like that kind of alludes to omega squad 
um, right? Or is it Clone Force? No, no, Clone Force 99 is Bad Batch. Yeah, uh, yeah talk about the Commando. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I don't think any one of them was named Omega. It was more like Niner, Phi, um, I forgot the other two, but I don't know. I, I actually don't even know you know, what part of the Star Wars timeline does Omega Squad exist? It's clearly Clone Wars because it's through commando armor, but I don't know if they bleed into Imperial era stuff, but I feel like that kind of alludes to them in some way, at least by name. I'm not sure. I need to talk to my buddy Nick. He would know. Uh, I, have, I haven't read those books, though. So uh, I, I do know, like, I think Omega Squad is just, you know, like Delta Squad, it's just a, a, a name within that that system of, you know, number numbering squads mm -hmm. um I, I you know i am curious so if we will see delta squad like you know and there's a few reasons why I, i'm really curious about that one this is just speculation this is hardcore mm -hmm. speculation that has no actual backing it's just like let's have some fun and then think about what the possibilities are mm -hmm. um but because they just released republic commando on nintendo switch and mm. on a uh, PlayStation 4 slash 5. And so it's like, hmm, is that just a coincidence? Probably. You know, they probably just did it because it's a fan favorite game and whatnot. But they could have done it also because either A, they're going to be introduced in the Bad Batch as um, maybe they go to hunt down the Bad Batch, you know, which would be really interesting. Um Kind of like an elite squad versus an elite squad <laughs> exactly yeah two two commando squads like fighting each other uh, which would also be interesting to see if delta squad has sev because sev you know was not there <laughs> by the end that's of the, the war of, yeah so anyways that's a whole another thing but um or that republic commando game could mean that maybe we're getting a sequel finally um but anyways, that's why I think it's possible that we could see them. I think that's wishful thinking, um, but that would be that would be interesting. And and I don't know, maybe that would play into Gregor at at some point being the commando and all. I don't know, but I, I am curious why they leave the Republic because you could say, oh, because well, they don't follow the order, but they don't have a Jedi. You know, they they go off and do their own thing. You know, so they didn't have a Jedi to betray or not to betray. So, I don't know. I wonder if it's going to be like, you know, they they are there. I think it showed in the first trailer. They're there when Palpatine is giving his whole thing about, you know, the first galactic empire. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe if they're like, like, what what is this? This is not... This is not cool. There's something else. I mean, I'm sure the kid has something to do with it, and that's why they leave. Um, but, oh, I totally went off the rails on that. Oh, <laughs> there was an interesting thing that somebody pointed out um, on TikTok. So credit to them. Um, and uh, this is, I guess, a, a minor spoiler uh, that I'm assuming we would see early on. Um, so stop me now if you don't want me to say it. No, go for it. Uh, somebody noticed that apparently in every shot, aside from when they're training in Camino, uh, uh, you know, in front of Tarkin, um, someone is missing. Uh, Crosshair is not there at all. He's not there 
when they're escaping and in, in the shots when they're escaping Camino. He's not there when they're off world uh, with Rex or on uh, with Saw. Like he's not present in any of those shots. The only time we see him is when they're on Camino in the training center. Uh, or when they're arriving to Camino on the the shuttle. Now hmm. that could just be, you know, he's like r literally about to turn the corner, and then they cut to the next shot or whatever in the trailer. But it's really interesting because what if Crosshair is the one member who's like, no, I'm gonna stay with the Republic, you know, or the Empire. I think that they're in the right here or, or whatever, and he's one of the guys who's hunting the Bad Batch. Because who better to hunt the Bad Batch than somebody who was in the Bad Batch? You know, a sniper, mm. no less. Uh, there's that, in the first trailer, there's that that guy, um, that clone in uh, gray armor. And, like, there's a few of them in gray armor with, like, green visors, right? Mm. But there's one who has uh, a slimmer-looking visor. I have to look and, this up now. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Go, go to the first trailer and, and just look up, um, look up like the gray clone or whatever. You'll see the main guy walking in front uh, has like a, a smaller visor, and people are speculating that maybe that's Crosshair. Like maybe that's Crosshair, and now his like unit of clones to go and hunt down the Bad Batch. Oh, you said gray, gray clones? Yeah, so, uh, Clone Wars. And this is, you said the first trailer that came out like four months ago, right? Correct. Yeah, the, the teaser. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I can't even find it on Google Images. Um, yeah, it's in there somewhere if you want to just pull up the trailer, but, um, I think that's a really interesting, interesting theory, um, and it seems plausible, unless Crosshair. Oh, okay, I see it now. It's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's with the uh, other like white clad uh, sto uh, I guess clone troopers still. But yeah, there's this one guy with a with a heavy uh gunner, and yeah, he's got that green visor. Uh, although there is a shot previous to that where all four members of the Bad Batch are in frame. Like it's the frame before. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's hard to tell because we don't know. This could be like an elite class of clone trooper that we just don't know about yet. Uh, but yeah, look at the first trailer, and assuming it's the same one, I'm looking on IGN. Um, it's the uh, uh, 27 second mark on the trailer. You'll see all four uh, clones in there, and then it's the frame after that they show the one with the green visor. Uh, let me go back. Um, I don't see crosshair in that one on the 27 second mark. There's no crosshair there. I see. I see Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, and Echo. Unless that is crosshair, but that might be Echo. Because crosshair doesn't have an antenna on its back, right? But doesn't he have like that scope thing on his face? Yeah, but that, that clone has a... Let me see if I can find the shot for you, though. Unless you already found it. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. So there are some shots in this trailer where, like, it's outside of Kamino where you see him. But, like, I'm assuming, like, the Bad Batch is going to start with the Bad Batch on a mission 
The one where we see them with all the clones. Yeah, go to uh, the 42nd mark. Uh, if you go to the 42nd mark, that trooper in the center. Uh, okay. People are, are speculating that could be Crosshair. Um, but... Yeah, like I'm assuming the Bad Batch is going to start with them on a mission uh, that kind of uh, go not goes wrong, but like goes off the rails a little bit as Bad Batch typically does, and then they go to Camino to train, and and that's when Tarkin's like, yeah, they're a little unpredictable or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then Order sixty six happens, or I could see Order sixty six happening on their way back from mm-hmm. that mission, you know. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm excited either way. Uh, yeah, yeah, Clone Wars stuff. I'm always excited about. I really love the era a lot more than the Empire Rebel era. Era. I don't know. Just something about it. I'm just kind of sick of at this point. But Clone Wars, love it. I'm just looking at the shot here uh, in the first trailer. Where was it? I just lost it. Uh, I think I heard another theory when this trailer first dropped. This first one, anyway, that Cody might be one of those. Uh, gray uh, armored clones yeah i i don't know about that i feel like they would keep cody in his armor um yeah i'm looking at the shot of cross here that that they look very similar anyways um i think they would keep cody in his armor because just of like identity you know you can make the same argument for Crosshair, but Crosshair being such a new character, it's like if you put him in new clothes so early, it's like, yeah, whatever. But Cody, yeah. it's like, he's Cody, you know? He's in his he's he's in his thing. He's got his little antenna thing, you know? <laughs> unless unless it's more of like this brainwashed kind of character. Uh, we've seen this a few times before. Um, uh, yeah, there's this one show that I kind of grew up with, and then I've actually finally watched in its entirety now as an adult. Um, are you familiar with the Transformers Beast War series? I've heard of it, but not watched it. Okay, so just for some context, it's technically the f- the far future of the Transformers characters that we know, like Optimus, Optimus Prime and all them, right? So really, it's like after the Transformers come to Earth, they save them from the Decepticons and all that stuff. So basically, Cybertron is is saved, but then the future descendants of both uh, factions, they crash land after traveling through time. They crash land on a prehistoric Earth. Uh, So it's like humans that are more like ancient, ancient human, like pre-Neanderthal, like what the whole theory is. Like, oh, we came from apes kind of thing, right? Or at least the extremists would say. Anyway. So the series kind of takes place and following these characters and then they finally go back to Cybertron and one of the good guys, he is captured and kind of like brainwashed to an extreme where like his soul is put into another machine and the good guys that are remaining, they have no idea, but there's this big baddie, this big brute character and later on the season they discover that this was one of their comrades from the earlier seasons but his whole mind was wiped he's like pure evil at this point and basically what i'm getting at it could be something like cody or these clones where like their minds have been altered so drastically that they're not just like um emotions been taken out maybe they're just like pure soldiers at that point and they just have a single goal kind of thing 
that's a little far-fetched i'll admit but i think for like dramatic purposes like whoa like that sucks like for for a clone that we know to have gone this far kind of thing yeah could could be just some advanced brainwashing mm-hmm. um which i imagine they, they would have done. i feel like that was the thing but i i don't remember specifically where um yeah it would be neat to see Cody in this series because I feel like we don't have a good, uh, a good, like good closure for Cody. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like we know what happens to Rex, we know what happens to Wolf, Gregor, uh, Fox. We know what happens to in the comics, good riddance. Um, and you know, like we know generally what happens to a lot of these these commanders and characters that that we know from from the show. But yeah. Cody, like, we don't know anything. Like we we don't. We mm. just. Yeah, we, we assume he went with the Empire um, and, and lived out his his life. But uh, really, in, in canon, um, there there's nothing, you know, to, to say where he went. And so I think... And, and that's where it's like, do we, do we show that stuff in, in this series? Or do we wait for... And maybe do like you mentioned earlier, like a, a a Rex animated show, you know, or something like that. Um, yeah, at this point, I thought we were done with Clone Wars animated stuff. I thought season seven was it, and then they announced out of nowhere Bad Batch. I'm like, really? We're going back? Like, don't get me wrong, I love the idea of it, but I just thought season seven was it. They were going to move on from Clone Wars stuff, just leave Clone Wars era to novels and comic books. Now they're going back, so it's just at this point, who's to say they won't do something else? Dave Filoni probably has a multitude of stories that he wants to tell. Hell, I would love it uh, to see them finally show Darth Maul, how he escaped from the Citadel prison, how... um, had another one. uh, Asajj Ventress, how she teams up with that one... uh, Jed, I forgot his name... uh, because there's a whole novel of them. Like, I would love to see those in a in an actual animated format. Uh, please don't wreck the story too much in terms of, like, changing canon. Because that, that annoys the hell out of me. That's a pet peeve of mine. But I would love to see those stories actually animated. Or in a real-life kind of scenario. Uh, but that's just me. Yeah. I, I don't know if they would go back and do stuff like that. Like what they showed in the comics. Um, but I suppose it's possible... Um, while you were talking about that, I was looking at the, the new, new Bad Batch trailer to see if there's anything I wanted to point out real quick. Uh, but if you still have the first one pulled up, the one that came out in December, uh, I want to, uh, point something out to support this theory about Crosshair. This almost all but confirms it for me, but also like anything could happen, right? Okay. Look at, uh, go to nine seconds. From where they're the all first trailer. Yeah, from the first one. So nine seconds where they're all just like standing with Camino in the backdrop background. Okay. Uh look at crosshair right now. Look look at notice that weapon on his back right now. Dude, I thought crosshair was the guy on the far left with the glasses. No, you <laughs> idiot! Crosshair's the sniper! That's tech! Oh <laughs> man, that Dang, so the guy I thought in the other frame with the visor, that's probably tech. Okay, my yeah, bad. Okay, tech. this solidifies it a little bit more for me because of that damn rifle on his back. Yeah, look at the rifle and then go to uh, 40 seconds or mm, 
40, 41, 40, 41. And now look at that guy. And also the helmet, it's pretty identical. It's not identical, but very similar, similar aesthetic. And, and he still has, he's got the commando uh, gauntlets and everything still. It's crosshair, man. It's gotta be. Also, I'm sorry, I'm peeking my audio here, but. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm more inclined to to agree with you, just because of that one shot. And I'm telling you, dude, like, for for the hardcore fans that like knows these details, and then even from like a story telling perspective, like they choose specific frames for a reason when they when they make trailers and all that stuff, and you know, call, you know, I was gonna say like, oh, like four of the five, uh clones are looking forward but then crosshairs looking off to the side i'm like oh that's foreshadowing that he's gonna like he doesn't see eye to eye with the rest of them right but no some of them are looking off to the side too so i'm like well there goes that, that idea but that the premise is still there where like something might happen with this guy where he's just like i don't agree you know this we're going to part ways unfortunately right so I, I'm now more eager to see, are you right or are you wrong? Not to prove you wrong, but I'm really curious to see if that is the case. Been wrong many times, so we'll see. But also, it's not my theory, it's somebody else's. So, blame them, but uh, it's a really good theory. <laughs> and I almost wish I hadn't heard it, because it's really cool. And uh, I would have liked to have experienced that in the show. So, sorry. Well, actually, well actually, just to... Uh, if we go back, if you look at frame or not mm -hmm. frame, but time stamp fifty five on the same trailer, there's that shot where Crosshair knocks out like two or three clones. I, I guess what looks like a cafeteria. So that could go against the theory where he's still going to fight the rest of them. But it's possible. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or or go back to my my crazy theory where he's against them. He gets captured, then he gets brainwashed, and then he becomes that great trooper. It's possible. That's that's also very, very possible. But we'll have to wait and see. May fourth can't uh, can't come soon enough. That's less than a month away. So, mm -hmm. um, actually, what I'm super excited about too for this show is that apparently the first episode I think is like an hour, hour and a half long. And I'm like, damn, that's a freaking movie right there. And then just a few days later, we on May seventh we have the next episode, and then they kind of start their normal release cycle. Yeah. Apparently, there's also at at least fourteen episodes, because Kevin Kiner, who does the the music for the Clone Wars, who's so, mm -hmm. so good, um, apparently he was on a podcast. Apparently, and he mentioned that he just finished scoring the fourteenth episode. Um, oh, I I've not seen the clip. I don't know the podcast, so I have no sources to cite other than I read it on the internet. Um, so. If that's true, that's really impressive, and I'm really happy about that, considering mm -hmm. we only got six for season seven, which is fine. Um, but having this be like a full-fledged season. I mean, I think Clone Wars typically went to like 20-something episodes per season. Um, but it makes I'll you take... wonder why they they doubled it for this one, and it's, it's centered around characters that we don't even know. Well, that, that like, might be why, you know. You gotta build I get, up those... I... A fandom for it more i i guess you know i don't disregard that at all but it's just like you know what i'm always curious of what happens in those meetings right where you know where did the who initiated the conversation of like hey let's let's bring back clone wars let's let's do a, a hard finish for it right let's let's do a season seven 
And I'm and when I heard that, I'm like, well, why not just finish the rest of season six, then do seven and make seven longer too? Like, what's preventing you guys from doing that? You know, it definitely shouldn't be finances because I mean, you guys got a shitload of money, but that's just me. Yeah, it could be a number of things. Um, I mean, it maybe they they wanted to do something new, right? Like start their own thing, but also. Like, Season 7 of The Clone Wars, I think, was more than just about finishing The Clone Wars. It was about building the assets for the Bad Batch, and then being, like, the trial run. You know, the mm-hmm. the practice, the, the, the they're warming up back to animating in this style. Let's finish The Clone Wars. Um, and I think that's, that's possible. Um... You know, I, I, I like to think Dave Filoni's just in there all the time campaigning, like, we should finish the Clone Wars, but I also feel like Dave Filoni's the kind of guy that's just like, I'm going to make whatever, whatever we can make. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, I, I, I let it go, and it was probably some execs at Disney, Kathleen Kennedy, being like, people really want this, we should give it to them, not to mention it'll make a lot of money. Uh, more more Disney Plus subscriptions. Um, but hey, make them on DVD, Blu-ray, I'll buy the shit out of them. Yeah, are they are they doing that for season seven? I haven't seen it for season seven. They it's hard to find the one through six. I can find them individually. I found them as a collector set, and by God, they are fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah. Do, I, I I have thought about well, one thing I want to do is I want to start building. And I've been saying this for years, and I haven't started. I want to start building a Blu-ray library you know you Mm. you and i have talked about physical media i think even on this podcast before and how like Mm. the advantages of physical media um and so like for movies that i really like i want to get a blu-ray of it um Mm. because uh higher quality physical offline all that fun stuff um but yeah they're 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 not cheap i mean i guess individual movies can be uh, okay but like if you want to go out and buy the blu-ray set of Game of Thrones, that's like at least eighty to hundred bucks that it's I've so seen. Expensive. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Even Star Wars, if you want, if you want the original, not original trilogy, the I was gonna say the original saga, uh, one through six, it's eighty bucks. Um, and so that doesn't include Rogue One, Solo. Uh, any of the new the sequel trilogy stuff um nothing and i i they did i think come out with a a complete saga box set and i forgot how much it was i know it wasn't cheap but um i also feel like for like stuff i really like like star wars like i would love to get like the they, they do like steel cases right for 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 this stuff i think i have a steel uh, bookcase for uh the Clone Wars movie. Uh, mm, mm. Uh, actually, I just saw it the other day when I was uh, when I was setting up all this stuff behind me. Um, I was going through some of my just like collectible stuff that I kept, and um, I found my my DVD of of the Clone Wars uh, movie, and it's uh, it's in a nice steel book. <laughs> um, I might actually put that up because although I don't like the movie as much, uh, it's got Captain Rex on the, the cover and Captain Rex is cool. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, yeah, it's, I, I, I want to build up a Blu-ray library. And so like Clone Wars would be a neat one to, to get at some point, but 
that's to me that's a lot of money that you don't see an immediate return on you know a, a return not not financially but a return on just like what you're buying it for because i can buy these movies but i may not watch them more like the show and I, but i may not watch it for a long time because i'm gonna watch it and i have disney plus i'm just gonna watch it on disney plus you know but i, yeah, I but almost then the argument it, go ahead uh, i was gonna say but then i want it just so I own it, just so I have it, and I can watch it offline, you know. But the easiest thing for me to do is to watch it digitally. It's almost just like I like this thing so much that I want to throw more money into it, <laughs> and that's that's kind of weird and kind of bad because then I don't really get as much use out of it. If that makes any sense. No, I I totally understand where you're coming from on both sides. You know, the wife and I we've. Uh... Uh, almost about once a month, we'll go to like like Rasputin's, uh, that like retro store mm -hmm. that you know. Yeah, I'm sure you heard of it. Uh, oh, yeah, like we, yeah, we went there like a month ago, and we just bought some Blu-ray stuff, some DVD, you know. But we're trying to build up a collection of movies, and I try to look for the deals in terms of like, like Lord of the Rings. Uh, a couple years ago, we we went to Fye, that's out in. Uh, um, closer to where I live, and, or before anyway, um, they had the entire uh, token collection of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit used on Blu-ray for 30 bucks, And I'm like, that's a steal right there because one movie is almost 30 bucks in general. Um, so let me just buy it. So things like that I try to look for. And Rasputin's had a has a thing going on at least at the time. It's like oh, three Blu-rays for for ten bucks. I'm like oh, like this is easily a trilogy of movies if you're able to find them right. Like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, uh, Planet of the Apes that came that just you know came out a couple years ago. Uh, so things like that or just other things, right? Uh, so you know just try to find them even if they're used, and we're pretty content with that. And I'm trying to find stuff that were from my childhood. Like, I'm trying to find Clone Wars. I'm trying to find another one called Jackie Chan Adventures. And some of them are really hard to find, if if possible at all. And for, for me, it's like, I'd rather have it as a hard copy. Because for one, even on a digital platform like Jackie Chan Adventures, you can only find it on Amazon Prime, like the entire s series. But I'm like, that's not a guarantee. Because even them on their... Uh, on their user agreements like even though you buy an episode or a season it doesn't mean you're going to keep it because at any point if the original publisher wants to end the contract they pull that series that movie that's it your money's been like null and void you pay 20 bucks and then that's it same thing goes for the contracts of like netflix right and basically these these uh, streaming platforms that are not already like uh owned by the original uh publisher so disney plus is an exception right because they own all their content already but these other ones it's just like at any point they can end it and then there goes your money kind of like wasted and then it's still on the other side to that um you know right now disney plus is what i think now eight bucks yeah. and if you spend at least a year's worth of that uh so eight times 12 you already spent just under a hundred bucks in a year for sure for the convenience of watching this whole library of content right but then like let's say you start doing this long term you know 10 15 years you're not only spending a hundred dollars a year you're actually spending more in the long run because just like with netflix they're going to be raising their prices so for me i'm just like 
at some point i like the idea of disconnecting from that because i would ideally have my own library to watch offline so i'd rather deal with that instead of just forking over money constantly into this machine that's just like yeah it's there but i can also have something that's here and i'd rather deal the extra 10 seconds of opening a case putting in the dvd or blu-ray and then there you go that's just me and i feel like that is more of an assurance policy and that's why i also prefer physical medium because anything could happen with digital stuff you know heaven forbid something gets pulled off like another topic i wanted to bring up with the psp vita stores closing down it's like shit like that will happen at some point one way or another and then like there goes your your money yeah and i think when it comes to the um the you know having it physically then not paying for disney plus uh sorry my audio really peaked there for a minute uh is like even if i bought like the clone wars or whatever on blu-ray i would still have disney plus at the same time so it's like am i really saving money here like i love that argument that's a great financial argument if you cancel your subscription mm-hmm. which i would not do but that that's that's a me thing right that's bringing it back just and just at this me. point it's really hard to do because like sure like let's say you're done with clone wars like yeah i got all the seasons like even season seven if they ever did it um yeah i got it but now they got new shows coming out Hawk, you know winter falcon winter soldier scarlet witch all that stuff like that's gonna they and they they're brilliant they they know to release them week a week at a, a week apart and then now vision or one vision just ended two weeks later here's falcon the winter soldier they're keeping people in to watch these episodes when does Falcon and the Winter Soldier end? Uh, I think the announcement was they are only going to have eight episodes, and they just released the fourth one, I think. Yeah, so it's going to end one. right before Clone Wars, or before Bad Batch comes out. <laughs> yeah, they are timing. They are milking people because they know that the general demographic for Clone Wars, it's still the same for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's still the same for WandaVision. So they're getting like at least three months worth of subscribers and, and just that alone. And on top of what they just released the old uh star wars stuff like a month ago and whatever else they got planned uh so they know how to milk the money and you know that that that's just that's just good business as as hondo says (laughs) that's uh or beckett from uh pirates of the caribbean Yeah, yeah um yeah i uh i mean i will say as a consumer i'm not mad about it you know i'm not mad about them releasing this you know stuff back to back to keep me paying because it means i'm getting my money's worth out of disney plus even though i still haven't watched falcon and the winter soldier or wandavision uh we want to but right now we're, we're finishing up uh better call saul on netflix um we're on season four now which is the last one that they have on netflix so after that we'll probably go and watch wandavision and falcon and winter soldier and stuff but um yeah, and, and I think kind of going back to that argument about, you know, anything could happen to, you know, the digital stuff. I mean, I think that could also be applied to physical media too, right? You could scratch your disc, you could break it, you could lose it. Um, both have their pros and cons. Pros both and cons. have their ability to be taken away by some unforeseen circumstance. Um, I will say the more stable option is definitely at the moment, physical media, right? Because if servers go offline, they're offline, there's nothing you can do. 
when it comes to physical discs, you generally have more control over those bad situations that could damage them or whatever. But uh, I hope they release uh, season seven on on Blu-ray and and release like a new new pack of um, of Clone Wars on on uh, Blu-ray. I don't know. I, I honestly I don't know if they will or if they do. It'll probably be in another couple years once it's like a few years old because they're gonna wanna I don't say milk it, but they're gonna want it to be an exclusive thing on Disney Plus to keep you watching. Especially with the Bad Batch coming out, I would imagine they would want the Clone Wars still to be exclusively on Disney Plus and not on physical media because in season seven you get introduced to the Bad Batch. So they want you to go and watch that. Yeah, and I don't know, I, I'm kind of torn too for the same reasons. Like, yeah, they want to milk it on Disney Plus, just have a long term investment, right? But I've already seen uh, movies that have premiered on Disney Plus, they've already are on physical media, like uh, the Pixar Onward, and I think Soul was released on Blu ray. So I'm just like, they're doing it for those movies. Why not for the shows? Like, they're going to get extra money that way too. But I don't know what the uh, timeline is traditionally when it comes to shows that are premiered on some sort of broadcast or streaming channel, when do they get released on physical media? I, I have no idea. I will say the difference with, like, uh, Soul and, and those movies is that they weren't made for Disney+. Plus. They were made to be released in theaters, but because of COVID, they had to release them on Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that those ones got their physical versions, say, you know, soon after their their release. While Clone Wars was was always meant to be on, uh, or season seven was meant to be on, on um, Disney Plus. And mm -hmm. same thing with like Bad Batch and and WandaVision and all those shows. You know, um, I, I looked up just I was curious. Clone Wars season seven Blu-ray. Um. It, the second thing that pops up, or not, yeah, the second thing that pops up is from a, a website called blu-ray.com, blue-ray.com, <laughs> uh, and you, you can you can buy it. Uh, don't buy it. I would not trust it. It, it sounds so fishy. Like, I, I wouldn't do it. It, it looks fishy. Uh, how much is it? What's the price? Oh, price not available. Okay. Uh, it's in 1080p resolution. It's uh, the codec is MPEG-4. In case you wanted to know what codec your Blu-ray was in. Um, oh, oh, that that gives me such such a stronger feeling about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, and it, it looks like they just took the poster for season seven, and, and they put that as the they they put it as the cover. box art. But they had to put season seven on the bottom, so they used their own text and they like squished the poster down a little bit, like mm. they scaled it in one dimension, so it, <laughs> it looks squished. Oh man, oh, let me great. spend twenty bucks on that. <laughs> oh man, and I'm, I'm looking at a Reddit thread that's like, has anyone bought a custom season seven DVD? I wonder. Uh, anyways. We'll see. I hope I hope they do as well. Uh, if they come out with a Clone Wars uh, complete box set, I will probably buy it. But you know, we'll we'll see. <laughs> um, oh 
Okay, gotta bring up the thing. Oh yeah, so you know what? What, what do you want to talk about, Dom? What do you want to talk about? This is gonna be the last thing. We always we make. I think I make a whole before. list, and then we don't. We never cover them. Yeah, so we make a full list of, of topics. It's usually like five, right? Five topics or something that we want to talk about. Um, because so, sometimes topics are, are really short, right? It'll be like, oh yeah, and honestly, not the bad batch one is going to be short, and then we go on a tangent, which is fine and it's great. But yeah. because of that, then we don't get to all of our topics, and so it's like, okay, we we are at the last like. 10 minutes until we reach that that coveted one hour mark right mm -hmm. dom what do you want to talk about oh man shoot what what are you gonna bring up um i guess i'll save two of these for a, a future one even though at that point they'll be really old i still have the, to watch godzilla if you plan on it great yeah because then you'll know exactly what i'm talking about but if not no sweat um but uh if you do plan on it, then let's just save that one for a future discussion. So I will say, uh, I might finally be getting an iPhone yeah, after I, my I, hard, hard resistance to Apple products. So nobody, finally considering, unless you know Dom, which none of you do, um, he is he is a hardcore Android guy. Less so of an Android guy, more so of a I don't like iPhones guy. I don't like Apple guy. He doesn't like Apple. He he reminds me about once a week how much he hates Apple. We had to do something last week, and I, you had to plug something into a MacBook, and you were like, I hate Apple. Like, the proprietary stuff or whatever, because we had to use the dongle. Mm -hmm. Understandably so. That's frustrating. Don't blame you at all for being mad at that. That's not a, a great thing. Um, but this guy doesn't like Apple. So, to see this on the topics list, I want to know, why Why might you be getting an iPhone? So, oh man, and now just thinking about it, I'll probably just stick with Android. It's funny, I'm going back and forth with this. But anyway, uh, a couple of days ago, I was thinking about the phone that I have. It's technically kind of handed me, handed me down from, from my wife. It's the Samsung Galaxy Note 8. The phone's four years old, and I just realized it's four years old. That's a pretty uh, long life for a phone. And at this point, an, any other phone I would have had previously would have been start crapping out after two years. This one still runs pretty well, still runs pretty fast, uh, does everything that I needed to do. It's, it's perfectly fine. But then it was just like, hmm, should I get a new phone? It's kind of like that weird feeling, right? It's like, oh, something's old. You want to get something new? So then I was just thinking about it, and I asked uh, Erica, I was like, how was, when did you get this phone? Like, how long have you had to be, you know? And she's like, oh, I've, I've had it since like early 2017. Then I gave it to you like a year later. So I'm like, oh, so it's been four years. For some reason, I was thinking it was like two. And um, she's like, no, no, it's 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 four years. And she's like, why? And I'm like, oh, I'm thinking of getting a, a new phone. Well, I just don't know which one yet or even if at all. Because this phone still works perfectly fine. Like, logically, does it make sense to invest in a whole another like thousand dollars into a phone but then she brought up like oh you know maybe you look into an iphone you know they got some good features and whatnot and she's like what would prevent you from wanting to get an iphone and i said one one reason right now is <clears throat> the fact that i i like the flexibility of android phones there's like a multitude of apps on there that i if i need something in particular it's easy enough to find one otherwise with with apple you know, you might have to pay for something or it's just harder to find specific ones. 
uh, and then she pointed out like, oh, well, do you even use the Android for that feature? Like specifically, I'm like, as of right now, no. So like that argument kind of like went out the window. But some of the things that came out, she was like, oh, you know, like when it comes to texting, like it has some nice features. You can like play games with friends on through the text app in particular. And I was like, well, I'm a media creator. So I'm like, well, iMovie would be a nice touch instead of like cheap Android based uh, editors, right? So, so I'm like, that's a plus. But then on the hard hardware side, I'm like, well, I like the fact that the Note 8 has this little stylus pen that's already built into the phone. And if I wanted to get a stylus pen for an iPhone, I have to pay that separate. I'm like, that That's annoying. The same thing with other stuff, like the dongle. Uh, I don't know if now, if the iPhone screens are a lot better. Historically for me, Android phones, I've never had an issue. I would drop them without a case. I dropped them on cement, concrete, not a single scratch on the damn thing. And for me, what I remember historically with iPhones, you drop it from like a foot off the ground, something cracks. And I'm like, that's terrible. You know, so I'm still on the fence about it. But I don't know, part of me is just like, maybe I should give iPhones a shot. I'm not in it for the intermingling of technology. Like, I don't foresee myself getting an Apple Watch. I'm not going to get an Apple computer. I'm happy with my Windows desktop. Like, it would be like the sole Apple product that I personally own on my person. And I just don't know if it's if it's worth it at this point. I'm still on the fence. But who knows? That might change a week from now. So well, let me let me dissect some of what you said there. Um, and then kind of give you... Because on the podcast, we talked about long ago that I was considering switching to iPhone, which I did. I got the, mm. the uh, 11 Pro Max. Yeah, that's the one mm. it is. And because... You know, Android... So one of the things you mentioned is the flexibility of Android. That's something that I heard a lot of. That's one of the reasons why I switched to Android many moons ago. Um, but when I thought about it, when I was considering switching to iPhone, I was like, how, how many of those flexibility features have I used? And when we're talking about flexibility with Android, I'm going to be honest, most people are just talking about how you can install a new launcher. Right. Mm. So you don't have to stick with the basic, uh, like Samsung, uh, one UI launcher that you're using right now. You could download a new one that completely changes like the look and feel of the phone. The thing is you got to pay for those. And realistically, was I going to pay for a third party launcher? No, I tried some out. Wasn't a fan. I liked the basic Samsung one. Okay. So that's one feat. That's like the a huge feature out the door, right? That's one thing I'm not using. Um, you talked about apps. Um, I would actually argue that the Apple, not Apple's, the App Store on Apple has uh, more apps than, than uh, or better apps than, than are on, say, the Google Play Store. Um, mm -hmm. Typically, because of the popularity of iPhones, developers will develop for iPhone first, or specifically, um, before bringing it out to, um, to Android devices. Because the thing about Android devices is Google Play Store, it's on all of the Android devices. And so you have to make an app that works for many different sizes of phones, shapes of phones, hardware. With Apple, there is a set, a very tight box of parameters that you need to make your app for. And that's it. And Apple, from what I know, has some great developer tools out there. So mm -hmm. a lot of times, apps on iPhones are sometimes better than they are on Android, just because they are made specifically for that device and that's one of the great things about iphones and apple devices in general is the fact that 
their software is made for their hardware. And so it runs smoother. You get updates long past when your phone is uh, obsolete, right? So for instance, uh, your phone, I don't think is getting updates anymore from Samsung. You're no longer getting the latest uh, Android updates or One UI updates. You're probably getting security patches, but you're not gonna get those like major overhaul updates that add a ton of new features and things. Uh, my phone, I will probably get those for the next five years. Uh, but your phone stopped after two. Uh, and I know because I had, uh, I switched from a Samsung Galaxy S8. And when I switched to iPhone, that was the last time that they were going to do an update. Uh, it was the last run of Samsung phones to get the One UI update, which was their uh, new version over TouchWiz. That's when they did like the big UI overhaul and everything. It was the last phone to get it. Right, everything below my phone did not get that update. So yeah. your phone expires actually a bit faster than your iPhone would. Um, the the screens, in terms of durability, I've seen and heard that the new iPhones uh, are way better in terms of durability. Um, they finally went back to more of a classic, rugged, uh, like iPhone 4 style design. Um, which is a bit more durable. Uh, and so presumably, if you were to switch, which if you do, I would recommend just waiting until they launch the new one, like, because the new one might have better features, you know? Um, we'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, so it's more durable. I would still put a case on it. I'm sure you would still put a case on it anyways, but uh, it is more durable. Uh, I also find that the user experience on iPhone is better. Like, everything that I can do on an iPhone that I do personally in my life every day, I can do on an Android device, I can do on an iPhone. I don't have to be on Android. Like people on Android, they like to sell you this idea that there's so much more that you can do. Here, I gotta go single this one. These people on Android, they wanna sell <laughs> you this idea that there's so much more that you can do on an Android device over an iPhone. And in some ways they're right when we're talking about like the launcher. Uh, you can do custom, like, I think, like API stuff on, on your Android device. Uh, I never do any of that. Dom, I don't know that you ever do any of that. So if I could do everything on my iPhone that I could do on an Android device, then that argument doesn't apply anymore. So at this point, and what kind of caused me to switch was the user experience on an iPhone, to me, is way better than it is on an Android device. And the only reason I really liked the Android stuff was because the the customization, the uh, the possibilities, but I never utilized those possibilities. And yes, there are more customization stuff that you probably have used on your, your Android device that you can't do on an iPhone. Like uh, the, the control center, when you swipe down from the top, you can customize where those buttons are and what, and what those buttons are. iPhone does have something similar. It's not the same. Android has better widgets. It has a better way to customize your home screen. Sure. But is that really worth holding on to when I could have gone, and I did, to iPhone to get the better user experience, the better connectivity with other people who have iPhones, with other devices? Like, I, like the Apple Watch, in my opinion, is the best smartwatch on the market. Uh, if you want a smartwatch this is really going to be your best bet. Uh, but you, you really need an iPhone to get the full functionality out of that. Um, and any future devices they come out with, even 
in our work in our our normal job um we we use a lot of apple devices all of our computers are are imax uh macbooks and being able to airdrop files between them uh which we don't have to do that often i will admit that's not a huge deal but it is nice when it comes up uh also iphones have uh, great cameras uh, when the iphone 11 pro came out um pro max uh, that that line um people were saying that it, it's probably one of the if not the best smartphone camera out there like they they've they, they have really good cameras they have a really good um architecture behind the camera app because it's not just the camera that matters it's the app that processes it um, to give really great photos, uh, the night sight that they have is really good. Um, I've been really happy with the photos that I've taken with, with my with my iPhone. And yeah, uh, iMovie. I haven't used it much. I've had used it a couple times, but that's a nice feature to have. There's also LumaFusion if you want to pay for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also really good. So, and again, because a lot of... Dev- I, I don't know if LumaFusion's on Android. It might be. But... Uh, you know, people want to develop for the iPhone. It, it's a it's a great platform, um, and it it will last you for years. There's that whole thing I know with the battery stuff and, and whatnot, but generally, like that's not exclusive to Apple. I feel like they get a lot of press because of that, and because like oh, they're planning their phones to be obsolete. Everybody does, right? Whether it's through updates or hardware, um, but. I haven't experienced any of that with my phone. I mean, we're in the next generation of iPhones and I'm still happy with mine. I don't feel the need to upgrade because the difference between the phones isn't as great. Um, and and yeah, I mean, it's a phone, right? Like we're, we talk about dongles and stuff, but like this isn't a MacBook. This is a phone. You use that port to charge it. You won't have a headphone jack. That's one thing. And I know that sucks, but you... You can get a dongle for that. I know it sucks. That's the one thing. Where Nobody... do you plug in the dongle? Like, where? There's no audio jack on that. There, there's a a. I don't have it with me right now. There's a lightning cable to, uh, three point five. Oh, okay. So, uh, you can use that. But also, right? You can also just get Bluetooth headphones or Bluetooth speakers, right? That you use, uh, if you're in your car. You can get a tiny Bluetooth adapter, which honestly I would do anyways because it's so much more convenient than having to plug in the phone. Um, or you can get the AirPods Pro, which I know immediately you're going to be like, oh, no, but they're really good from what I've heard. And they connect really well, um, you know, for they're expensive. Yes, yes, I know. But it's a, it's a, it's a solution, expensive solution, I know. Um, also, the next iPhone. So why I think you should wait. Uh, one, when you're buying a phone, I'm generally the guy that's going to say, just wait to buy the new one. So that way you get the most mileage out of that phone. Cause if you buy a used one, you, you'll probably still get a lot of mileage out of it, but you know, you're going to be missing some of the more modern features and, and, uh, it may go out It may be obsolete a bit faster. Um, and there's, you know, there's rumors about what might be coming out with the next iPhone. Uh, these are all rumors. One is a smaller notch. So, you know, there's this this notch right here on the phone up at the top. That'll go away. Also, Face ID. That's an, I didn't even touch on that. Face ID on these phones, it's so good. It's so much better. I mean, I think you have a fingerprint reader, which actually is, a, is really nice. Um, 
but to just look at your phone and then it unlocks and you swipe it up, super convenient, super nice. I do wish it had a fingerprint reader. There's some reports that there might be a fingerprint reader underneath the screen on the new iPhone, maybe, or somewhere else. Um, but otherwise, the screen might have a uh, 144 hertz refresh rate, which uh, if you at work, uh, have you used the, the iPad Pros at Not all? Not often. Uh, they, they have a 144 hertz display and it's super smooth. Like it just it feels really nice. It's a lot of stuff that it's like it's feeling right. It's your user mm -hmm. experience. It's the flow. Um, you know, sometimes people like to say that people who use iPhones care more about aesthetic, and people who use Androids care more about power and functionality. But again, I'm going to counter that by saying anything or most things that you can do on an Android device in terms of power, you can do on an iPhone. Mm -hmm. um, that's not a great argument. Anyways, tangents aside. I highly encourage you. I think it's a great idea. I think I know it's going to be hard to get past that I've been against iPhones and Apples for years and now to join the dark side essentially, <laughs> it's hard because I had to do the same thing. But uh at least for me, I have not regretted it. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um the stuff with iMessage being able to send um, yeah, you can play games through iMessage. You can, um, the messages just send really well. You can see people have read your stuff or, and you can turn that feature off. If you don't want people seeing read receipts for you, you can turn that off. So people don't know if you've read stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, and oh, that's what I was going to say. Also just sending like texts through iMessage is a bit more fun than with Android, you know, yeah. like, uh, just some fun little text features that they have. Um, so yeah i i do encourage you to to consider switching i i would uh support you in that um wait until they announce the new iphones though see those features see if it's worth just waiting to get that um I, I i i don't know um not to completely disregard like everything you said like you you made some good arguments for sure like i i don't doubt that um oh man it's just... <sighs> I know if I were getting an, an iPhone, you in particular are probably going to tease me for a long time about really. like, like, oh, Dom, like what happened? Like you were so like anti-Apple, you know, I think that if I were to get an iPhone, I'm fairly confident that I still wouldn't be like pro Apple. I'm like, yeah, sure. I got an iPhone, but I still hate the fact that a lot of the features are just like hardware wise. Like it just sucks, you know? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, for one, I will not tease you because I was in that same boat. I was the one who was like, yeah, Androids are better. I like them a lot more for X, Y, and Z. Um, and yeah, like buying an iPhone doesn't mean you support everything of that phone. I, I hate some of the home screen stuff on the iPhone. I think they could do a lot better. They have added widgets, which is awesome. So they do have mm. widgets now. Um, but I think they could do more with like home screen customization um, and stuff like that. But overall, I mean... I don't know. I, I don't I, regret I, it. I've heard, you know, from, from my wife, you, other people, like, I've heard that in general, like, iPhones are good phones. I don't doubt that. It's just that, you know, I've already said, like, my whole my whole preach to, you know, the choir kind of thing of just, like, why I was so against Apple in general. Uh, I mean, if you're saying that the screens are at least more durable, if that's true, great. 
like okay that that's one thing that that's that um, i'd be happy with definitely not happy with the fact of the whole headphone jack being removed and you got to get a dongle for it i'm looking on amazon you know some just look like really terrible designs and i'm like how is this a thing and oh i would just get the one from apple yeah like, that's don't a... don't go third party yeah, but, yeah but so the thing is with the headphone jack thing sorry to keep cutting you off i don't i don't mean to, to do that but oh, you're fine any modern phone you get or most modern phones they've gone that route now the new samsung phones they don't have headphones i was so about to ask you know did the samsung do that if they did i'm like son of a bitch like it's seriously. at this point the headphone jack is no longer a valid argument to not switch to iphone because everybody else has done it yeah and i feel like i don't know if we talked on this podcast i know i mentioned it to someone before that uh i feel like apple is purposefully changing the game to their benefit um i what was it uh a report had came out that i think the ceo of apple had said something like oh like headphone jacks are a thing of the past like that's gonna be an outdated thing and then they come out with a phone that doesn't have that and i'm like how is that an outdated thing like everything was using it you're the first company to implement that you're changing the game to your benefit so then now these other people are coming like well if iphone's doing it we got to do it kind of thing that's just my my personal conspiracy theory on the subject but if you're saying that samsung android are gonna are already in that ballpark then yeah the next phone i'm gonna get is gonna have that issue anyway so there goes that yeah i'm not a, I'm not a fan about it i i hate the idea of having to rely solely on bluetooth um do i use bluetooth stuff yes but i don't know just even the technology itself still kind of worries me i remember in the old days of bluetooth things would get disconnected constantly the, the technology was just shit and now it's probably gone better i'll admit that for sure but i hate the idea even with the airpods i hate the design i don't like those things that just sit in my ear i need the things that clip over like this i prefer headphones to sit over the ear uh i will Erica has the AirPods and she loves them. And I know, you know, some of our coworkers have AirPods and they love them. But for me, I'm just like, I hate the design. Like, what if I'm, I'm just walking around? The thing's just going to fall out of my ear. Well, they they probably won't. I mean, it depends on your ear shape. They could. Um, you you. I think they sell, ex which I know, I, I kind of hate using the argument. It's like, oh, they sell an option to fix your problem. But I think they, they sell, not Apple, uh, but some companies would sell like attachments that you could put... Anyways, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, also Apple, uh, I th I think they're generally really good about security. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. talking about, like, software security and all that stuff? Like, software security, privacy, like, where your mm -hmm. data goes and whatnot. They're, they're generally really good about that. Um, one thing I like is um, you can... I haven't used this feature that much, but when you're signing up for a new website on Apple... Uh, you can do like a password. You can sign in with Apple, and mm -hmm. it'll auto generate its own like username. I'm mean, username, but like password that you can use. Um, it's really only useful if you're only accessing that website on an Apple device, because as soon as you go to like a Windows PC, you don't have your password anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think maybe there's ways to get around that. Um, but one useful feature that uh, I found really handy is. Uh, when you when you get texted a code from a website to sign in right if you've got like two-factor authentication and so you go to log into a website and then they're like cool we sent a code to your phone number enter that number enter that code here the iphone will automatically recognize when that text message comes in that that is a code and when you go to mm -hmm. type in the field on the website it'll just be like copy code from messages you mm -hmm. just press that button 
logs you in. It's so useful. It's so great. I, I love that feature. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I would just maybe have you do some introspective thinking. Whatever you decide is perfectly fine. Androids are cool. Nothing wrong with Androids. Um, but, you know, what, what are the benefits? What are the downsides? And what's the one thing holding you to Android devices? And if the main thing is pride because you've been, you know, crapping on iPhones for years. Uh, and I know the feeling, but you got to suck it up. That's probably my number one thing right now. <laughs> you got to suck it up because that's no way to live. Oh, you got to swallow your pride and do what's what's best because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Nobody, like, look, you're going to show up to the office. Some of our coworkers might say something once. One of them might say something for a long time. That's it. You know, and then if you're happy with the device, that's cool, you know, and, and it's great. Um, and again, I have made the case for iPhones, but I will also say it might just not be for you. And that's cool too. You know, I just, from my experience, I really like them. Um, I like a lot of the features they have, but that's kind of what I look for in a phone. Mm -hmm. And thinking back to what was holding me to Android, it was things that I never actually used in my day-to-day -day life. And the things that I actually like use my principle of the matter. <laughs> exactly. And the things that I do use in my day-to-day -day life, they were way better on iPhone. Like they were just better to me and, and what I look for. So maybe they are for you. Maybe they're not. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think if I were to go with an iPhone, it would be either a current or previous model. I I'm, I'm not necessarily for one to just get the latest thing as it comes out. Because uh, for one, that's going to be the most expensive thing. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it's not that big of a difference, even with the, the sub models like, oh, iPhone 10, iPhone 10s or 10 plus or whatever. I'm like, it has what? Maybe more storage, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But just like, why couldn't you have built that into the first model? Yeah. So like my my 11 Pro Max, the difference from the 11 is uh it's got three cameras versus just mm. two um which on this one is a a super wide a uh, i guess your standard and then a a telephoto right mm -hmm. more zoomed in um and so the the standard one only had the the normal mode and then the the super wide mm -hmm. um also just like uh I am. I would almost imagine on the new ones, if they did have that nice 144 hertz, that might only be on the the pro models, maybe. Um, and then just hardware, just uh, performance, right, uh, is going to be better. Uh, and so when you think about buying like a one like this, like an 11 Pro Max, uh, this phone might last me a little longer than the standard 11 would have, just because of the higher end specs on it. Mm -hmm. uh, versus so and if you're doing video editing which again consider how much you actually plan to edit on the phone, on a phone right like right. if you it's a nice thought of like oh yeah they have iMovie and i can get LumaFusion and edit on my phone when are you really going to edit on your phone if the answer is never then that that's not a good point yeah. um but if you if you are then getting the higher end models to uh, have the better hardware uh, so it'll perform better might be worth it but generally, iPhones perform really good across the board because of how closely 
they're able to build the software to the hardware because it's the same company, you know, mm-hmm. versus building out software for a whole line of, of phones of manufacturers and that sort of thing. So yeah. anyways, I've made my case for iPhone. I'm excited to hear what you decide. Uh, but ultimately, that's all we have time for today. Uh, Wait, I got, I got a question for you, Jeff. Sure. This is also another one that kind of came up. Maybe does not a huge big deal. Do you listen to... Actually, now I'm going to ask this question. I realize you... I already know the answer or you know maybe maybe your wife or other people that you know that have uh iphones uh does anyone listen to music on their phone like do they go onto itunes and just download a shit ton of music on their phones to do their phones like bog down with like the amount of music that's on there because i remember way back in the day i heard people were like oh my phone is so slow and there's so much like content on there so much music i'm like well there's your problem you know has has no. that gone better so i don't i use spotify for all my music listening needs um, I don't know about Andrea. Um, I don't, that, that shouldn't be a problem though. One, the minimum storage on iPhones has gone up over the years. So I think the lowest you can get is 64 gigs. Um, and a, what a lot of people have had trouble with is not music, it's photos. Uh, it's people taking mm. photos and then they don't back them up and, or delete them. And so they build up over the years, right? It's a natural thing that's going to happen with, with, technology anyways so uh, no with, with music and stuff there's i i don't see that being a problem at all uh and if you're buying music through itunes already are you are you buying music through itunes dom no i just have a bunch of mp3s from like high school that i just put on itunes on my computer i have still have an iphone or not an iphone an ipod and then i use that to listen to music but then that's getting pretty high up there in age because actually it wasn't owned by me originally it was owned by i think erica's sister and it had like 64 gigs and you know the battery doesn't last as long it's pretty old i'm guessing it's at least five years old um and i just know at some point it's gonna kick the bucket for good and yes i'm one of those people where i'm just like i want an ipod just so i can see the music i can make my selection and then there you go but if you get an iphone it's gonna it can all sync to your phone um and yeah you you would it would just be like seamless integration and uh it would be really be really cool um yeah there's another point that i wanted to make but it's gone i don't know what happened all right (laughs) um yeah i'm trying to think anyways thank you guys for watching uh this episode a little longer episode of the rogue transmission uh you can follow us on the social medias at there's no century c on everything um facebook twitter instagram twitch all the things hopefully you know if you don't now you know uh i'm jeff and this is dom apple sucks oh those are the parting words (laughs) all right uh in the words of dom apple sucks his words not mine we'll see you guys next time have a good day